welcome to the unfortunate podcast if you're new here hi it's nice to meet you i'm your host mallory and i am so fortunate to have you listening today one quick thing before we get started with today's episode thank you so so much for all your support on the pod this year i know i only started in about september but already i've had such good feedback on the episodes that are out and i just got to see that through my 2023 wrapped for podcasters on spotify just seeing the numbers seeing how many of you guys had the unfortunate podcast as your number one made me so so happy so keep sharing keep rating the pod five stars keep listening keep giving me feedback responding to the q a's and i'll keep recording because apparently you guys like it at least a little bit or you're really good at lying This one is going to be a fun one. Today we're talking about people who absolutely suck. Toxic people. People who are in your life and you really just don't want them there anymore. We're going to talk about that. Whether it's friendships, relationships, even in your family. How to deal with it. How to spot if what they're doing is hurting you. And then eliminating that. Or just learning to deal with them in general. I'm not going to do a whole ad read this podcast, but if you do want to check out some of the awesome brands who have decided to make me an ambassador, just check out the episode description. Everything that I've always advertised and more will be linked there, as well as my Amazon storefront, because I know you guys need to get in your holiday shopping. I know, I know you've been hesitant to click add to cart. You need to do it. You need to bite the bullet and get your friends and family the gifts that they want and treat yourself too. Yeah, my social medias are down there as well, but enough with the self-promotion, let's get into the episode. As I have gotten older, I've realized that annoying or drama-chasing people still exist in the world. I felt like when I was in middle school, oh, this is just an age thing, you know, I'll grow up and everyone will magically mature the second they graduate high school or graduate college and while some of us do a lot of people do not i feel like the idea for this episode spiked because i work in retail and if you've ever worked in retail before or any customer service job you know that sometimes people come in and they might be in a bad mood or they might want something and you just can't give them what they want because it's against your job policy people steal our store gets hit so many times a week there's nothing we can do about it and people are mean to us for seemingly no reason like i've had to stand there while a customer yells at my manager who is like a young girl in her mid-20s the nicest girl ever and this customer is just telling her that she's worthless that she doesn't deserve her job that she should go end her own life pretty much and why because of a coupon, because of a mistake she made, possibly, because of something that was completely out of her control. I don't believe that all people are born evil or are born mean. I believe that it's pretty much got 100% to do with your upbringing and your current situation and your circumstances. For example, I'm going to be pretty vulnerable with this story, but I grew up as the oldest daughter of two girls, My parents were very conservative, very strict, they kept us sheltered, and 
you know, I'm also a short blonde female. So all throughout middle school and the beginning of high school, I felt very intimidated by everyone else. Everyone else who was taller than me and seemed to know more about the world than I did. And they all had friends. And I was just jealous deep down. I wanted to make myself seem bigger. And the only way I knew how to do that was to be a little bitch to everybody else. And my friends today will tell you this, that I was mean, like freshman year of high school. I was not a nice person. I felt this intense need to compensate for the fact that I didn't have what they had. I was putting other people down and making jokes about other people, pointing out things that they were sensitive about because I was sensitive about the exact same things. Maybe the woman who yelled at my manager at my job, maybe she doesn't get a lot of respect in her home life. Maybe her kids and her husband disrespect her, or maybe she's disrespected in her workplace, and so she feels the need to take it out on somebody else. And yeah, that sucks, but there's not much you can do about it. The only thing you can really do is Selena Gomez style it and kill them with kindness. <laughs> Treat them with the respect that they don't think they deserve. When I'm getting yelled at at my job, when a rude lady is talking to me being like, how long have you worked here? You suck, you don't, you all that random BS that they say. The only thing I can do is stand there with a smile on my face and try to make everything right. The other day, these two women who were obviously trying to steal from the store, my manager confronted them and they put up a camera in her face their phone camera, and they were just waving it around just way too close, completely ignoring personal space altogether. They were up in my manager's face saying like, we're gonna film you, look we got you on video, we're gonna find out who you are, we're gonna get you fired. And you know what my manager did? She stood there. She stood there, a blank expression, she didn't say anything. She very well could have fought back, she could have cussed back at them, she could have gotten physical like they had, she could have done anything to defend herself. But that's exactly what they wanted. Mean people are going to be mean. What you can do is empathize with them in your heart. You don't have to say, you don't have to tell them what you think their life is like or whatever, because that's probably going to make them more mad. Stand there, acknowledge the situation, and handle it calmly. And that's it. But sometimes it's not as black and white as just the bully who is harassing you. Sometimes the bully is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Sometimes the bully is the person who you're closest with, who you should probably not be closest with. I saw this quote on Pinterest that says, Stop being the go-to for someone you can't go to. This is basically just saying, don't let people walk all over you. Trust me, I know how it feels to be the mom friend, the person who everyone else comes to with all of their problems. And it's good to listen to your friends and be there when they need to vent. But if you're always being put in that position and you just feel like a burden, you just feel like, if I'm not there, what are they going to do? I have to be there for them all the time but you don't even have someone to go to yourself. You don't want to talk to the person who's venting to you because you don't want to add more stress to their life. You don't want your problems to hurt them. Fake friends will use you for emotional help 
and they won't even know that they're doing it. Real friends will ask you about your day. They'll ask how you are. They won't just reply to your text, they'll engage with you. It won't feel like talking to a brick wall. Don't let people ignore you in your time of need, but come running to you when they need help. You've got to understand that you are a person with values and needs. You are not a toy someone can use, who can occasionally post with on Instagram to make sure the rest of the world knows they have friends. Real friends don't only get drunk and party together. Real friends are the ones who hold your hair when you're throwing up the next morning. They don't judge your hobbies or your music taste. They don't talk about you behind your back. They won't judge or try and flirt with your boyfriend. At this point, I'm just listing things that I think some people need to hear. I haven't experienced all of these things. Some of them I definitely have in full extent. All I'm saying is if there is something that is bothering you with one of your friends, talk to them about it. It's the same kind of thing with a romantic relationship. If you have a boyfriend, say, and he does something that constantly just annoys you, and he might not even know he's doing it, if you never bring it up, it's probably going to get worse. And then 30 years from now, you're going to be married, and it's still going to be bothering you. If you just tell your boyfriend, hey, maybe you can do the dishes once, or tell your friend, hey, I told you I didn't want that photo on your Instagram, can you please take it down? Or when they make fun of you for trying to be an influencer on TikTok, tell them, hey, actually this means a lot to me, and I would really appreciate it if you would respect me in that. You know, maybe you can comment on my post sometimes, maybe you can follow me back. So many relationship issues would be solved if people just communicated. But people are so scared of the other person's response that they would just rather live in misery than bite the bullet and tell them. Because they're either going to say, hey, I'm so sorry, I had no idea I was doing that, I had no idea that was bothering you, I'll do my best to stop. Or they'll say no, and in that case, you need to ditch them because they don't respect your boundaries. And if they don't respect your boundaries in your personal space in the little things, they're definitely not going to respect it in the bigger things. You can't change somebody who doesn't see an issue in their actions. That's one of the biggest parts of maturity and growing up, I think, is realizing that not everything you do or say is good. Sometimes I'll make a joke and after the words leave my mouth, a second later I'll be like, oh, I should not have said that. I should not have said that and I'll immediately apologize because I know. And it takes strength to recognize that you made a mistake and takes even more strength to fix it. I found this blog post, um, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce her name right, it's Sonia Motwani, I'm going to have it linked in the episode description, but she has a list of signs you're in a toxic friendship, and I just wanted to go over them with you as simple reminders. Number one is you're always in competition with them. This is a big one, and again, it might be something that the other person doesn't even know that they're doing. If they're in a relationship and you're not, and you've made it known to the friend that you don't like that you're not in a relationship, and yet they always bring it up. They're always sending you pictures of the flowers their significant other got them, and going into long rants about the dates that they planned. You're gonna feel awful, and you're gonna feel jealous, and you're gonna feel like you're competing with them. You don't need a significant other 
to be happy, obviously, but since your very best friend has one and is always making it known to you, you're going to feel like you do. Let's say you're pretty insecure about your body. You don't like how your body looks. You don't like your current weight. I've been there before. I feel like everybody has. And your friend, who has your dream body pretty much, is always complaining about how they look. You're going to feel like absolute trash. And when you tell them, no, you're beautiful, they're going to be like, oh, no, I'm not. They're just fishing for compliments. They're turning everything into a competition. They would never say it outright, but them seeing your body is a win for them, which is absolutely disgusting. The next one is they gossip about you. Oh my god, and the first line in this article says, Know that if your friend is gossiping about a third person in front of you, they aren't leaving you off the table as well. Oh my gosh. If someone is a little negative Nancy around you, I'm not saying this is true in all cases, but from my experience, this is common, they're probably a negative Nancy about you when you're not around. People who like to gossip and keep their nose in other people's business when something interesting about you is on the table, they're going to jump in. This goes back to that insecurity thing I was talking about earlier. People who gossip, gossip about things because there's nothing interesting about their own lives. Boom, I said it. These people are so bored that they have to nitpick other people's lives. It's just addicting to them. And if you're not around and you get brought up in the discussion, they're gonna chip in. They're not They're not gonna jump in and defend you. No, because they live off of this gossip. Especially if you told them not to tell anybody something and later it shows up somewhere. Yeah, ditch them. The final one on the list that I want to talk about is they make you feel lonely. And the article says, even when you're with them, you feel totally alone. It's because they don't always invite you in the conversation or it's always about them. The best kind of people are the ones who make you feel included. It's like I was talking about earlier, the people who engage in your conversations and don't just reply. Be friends with those who actually care about getting to know you as a human being and don't just use you for the friend label. And you can't just sit around and be like, no one wants to be friends with me, all my friends suck. Go out and find new friends, but do it in the right way. You know, treat them how you would want to be treated. Active listen, remember things about them, empathize with them, and care about what they're telling you. Be there for them and let them be there for you, but make sure at the end of the day, you're there for yourself. Ever since dropping out of college and even graduating high school, I feel like I've lost so many people, but honestly, it's been for the better. I think it's a Drake song where he was like, I've been losing friends and finding peace. Honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. Yeah. That's me right now. You need to be content being alone because if you're only searching for friends to fill a void, to fill space or time, you're gonna end up treating them like garbage because you aren't actually looking for a real human connection. There's a huge difference between being alone and feeling alone. And you can switch between the two without adding anybody new into your life. If you're feeling alone, it's not because you don't have any friends. It's because you're not content with yourself. Start listening to a podcast. 
pick up a new hobby, hang out with your family if you still live with them, or even if you don't, make time to see them. Soon you'll find that you'd rather be alone than be surrounded by people who make you feel alone. When you love yourself so much and you're content with just being with yourself, having that relationship with yourself, you won't let people walk all over you because you'll know your own self-worth. When you're at work and a customer is telling you to go end your life, you'll be able to stare at her with a polite smile, the polite customer service smile, and let her walk away. When your friends gossip about you, it won't faze you because you'll know that none of it is true. And if a romantic partner of yours is hurting you or gaslighting you, you'll feel confident enough to walk away. It's hard, you know. Every podcast episode topic I'm still learning about to this day. And developing a relationship with yourself and getting out of toxic relationships takes a lot of work and takes a lot of strength. But if you really want to make your life better and you really want to have a good supportive group of friends and a good relationship with yourself in your own life, it is a necessary step. Alright besties, I think that just about does it for this episode. I need to get off and go to bed. I'm kind of feeling very sick right now. I'm probably going to get a lot of comments on my voice because y'all seem to like my deep, sick voice. Y'all seem to think it's very relaxing. But yeah, I hope y'all took something away from this episode. It was very therapeutic to make, you know, I never thought friendships would be a huge issue in my life, but when you put two living, breathing humans together who both have their own thoughts, opinions, and life stories, there's going to be some conflict, and it's an important human skill to work through that kind of conflict. Make sure to rate this podcast, if you haven't already, on Spotify and Apple. Respond to the Q&A on Spotify if there is one. Check out my socials in the episode description, all my sponsors. Drink some water, and I will speak to you all, hopefully, next week. Bye, besties. Bye.